Good evening and welcome to another episode of A Contagious Smile Unstoppable. I have him back. I wheeled him down. Hi, babe. Howdy, babe. Babe, I got you, babe. So pretty serious subject, so can't be kidding around. As you know, and our listeners know, we are advocates for domestic violence. And it is now in the news that a man, use the term lightly, was released from jail after pleading guilty to abusing his girlfriend. Days later, he murdered her. Now, what makes this even worse is that they already knew that this was a problem. And here's where we are. Now she's deceased. They actually found Danka, I believe was her name. She's 33. They found her in layers of blankets in her home. What is going on with this world? And I mean, you get released from being incarcerated and then restraining orders, protective orders, they're not working. They're not doing anything. I mean, this beautiful girl ends up being murdered over this. They said that the uh, building manager reported that they heard yelling and banging sounds from her unit. Um, That was according to the complaint that was filed. And then they found the alleged boyfriend, ex-boyfriend, inside the bathroom. And he was smelling like bleach. The young lady, Danica, her dad recalled her as saying she was always engaging and always had such a moral compass. Um, But here we are again with, this is just one instance of how this is constantly happening all over and how and what can we do to get this to stop. I mean, when you have officers that responded saying they found the decomposed hand buried under layers of blankets and that she had been dead for days. I mean, this is so ridiculous. And yet so many of the survivors that are called victims, I still hate that, are the ones that get incarcerated for self-defense because they put so-called evidence on their perpetrator or their attacker. So they end up going and being locked up. And yet the other one gets out scot-free. I mean, this is just stupid. If Somebody is in a domestic violence situation. You have the right to fight for your own safety. And now we're hearing so many stories where the person who is protecting herself or her kids, and in some cases, his self and his kids, are the ones that are being locked up. Now these pricks get out and then they go back and kill their victim. What are your thoughts on this? They should have never let him go. Right. I agree. Like, I, I think. I see, uh, why, uh, what was he incarcerated for and why he was released early? I believe he served his time. And I believe if I remember correct, I could be wrong, but it was um, aggravated assault. I believe. Prison. Mm-hmm. I believe I could be wrong because there's always different avenues to every report that goes out there. But he was released and then he he went and killed her. That's, that's pretty much atypical. 
Yeah, it is. Unfortunately, it is. Um, you know, I, I was speaking, I was speaking with a gentleman today who, you know, refreshed my memory on the fact that a lot of us guys are emotionally and verbally abused and how, you know, we retain it, we keep it in. You bottle it up. <clears throat> we bottle it up, correct. And, you know, in, in our case, when, when it's the guy's turn to be the victim, the, the survivor, um, we either implode or explode, and then bad things happen. Um, we, we take things to the extreme. So, uh, you know, guys, get with, get with your counselors, get with a group, uh, get with somebody and talk about this. Get with your best friend, your buddy, and uh, and just, you know, have some bro time. Well, what did you do when you went through it back then? I, I, I committed to drinking. Well, I know, but drinking I mean. Drinking after work, drinking before work, drinking during, during work. work. Yeah. So, you know, as soon as I got off work, I was one red light away from the bar. And, you know, I, I understand that's no way to go. And, you know, I might be having a beer right now, but I'm doing the adult, adult thing. Yeah, but you only have like one a night. That's not like. You go in and you're not in an abusive situation anymore. Coffee going while I was at work. Yeah. That was incredibly painful for me to hear. And it wasn't with me, just so we our listeners know that I was not the No, this woman's been amazing, y'all. And 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 I hope every one of you out there in the darkness can find the true love that my wife and I have found uh with each other. Uh to, you know, to confront all your demons and your skeletons and, and just throw them out there before the woman uh of your dreams and, and your your best friend, your partner, your soulmate. Uh, it's it's a great feeling to have everything out in the open and e everything's visible and, and you can just go to sleep relaxed. You can wake up knowing that your partner is clean, that she will or he will always be with you because they know everything about you. And, you know, despite your faults, despite your, your challenges or disabilities, you know, they're, they're with you. So, you know, you found that one that, that, uh, is your soulmate, right, babe? Absolutely. And I've told you that since the night I met you, but that's neither here nor there, but it's true. I mean, we went from, we were in a totally different place in every sense of the word when we dated way back when 20 plus years ago, and that is not him farting. He's moving the chair around. And then we got back together again, even though we stayed in touch over the time and it, it's a totally different scenario all the way around. You absolutely can find true love. You deserve to find true love. You've earned the right to have true love, to have someone. I don't know if our listeners heard on one of the other episodes, this is the only man who can come near my throat and I've never had an issue with him, but nobody else can get near my throat. It's a, it's a big trigger for me. But literally, like, we laugh every single... I don't think there's been a day where we don't laugh. We laugh all the time. We finish each other's sentences. He will say something, and before he can finish a sentence, I finished it for him and vice versa. Um, Did you notice tonight I was cutting up a line for my second beer, and I was holding a knife mm -hmm. when you turned around? Yeah. And I was waving it around. I did that on purpose. And I didn't even flinch. No problem. And I was what two feet away from you. Mm -hmm. And that 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 would be a, a 
a huge trigger to folks who have been abused uh, with a, you know, a sharp object. And I, I do this to, to get my wife more acclimated, more at ease with me. You, you might say, well, you're, you're just a dumb redneck and you're, you got a backwards way of thinking. I, no, it's what I'm doing is help my wife. Um, and in my opinion, because we'll watch a movie and like out of nowhere, somebody will get strangled and my husband will cover my eyes. And if he doesn't cover them in time, I do clench up. I do, you know, uh, and, but it's different with him because I trust him unconditionally. I know that he would not hurt me. Um, it's just, I, I still feel that there are so many times where I'm like, wow, I actually have him. He's my husband now because it's jar. See, we finish each other's sentences. It's funny because he was just mouthing that. But, you know, back in the day, the day I hazed him, I saw him. I knew I absolutely knew that it was over. That was it. He was the one. And I still look back and think now, like I did the other day, I looked at him and thought, how did I finally make this happen where I have him? And, you know, the comedy part of it is when we give each other rings. He wears rings on both ring fingers. It's called interest. He owes me <laughs> the, the interest of it. And as a joke, because we kid around with each other all the time, it was engraved and it said, put this bitch back on. And because when I met him, I didn't know he was married for several, several years and he never wore a ring, no ring line, no nothing. So, anyway. So, what she's trying to say is, y'all get out of these toxic, uh, abusive relationships. Don't don't end up like this uh, girl. What was Danka? Danka. Uh, don't end up like this. Um, and it's unfortunate that you know this happened to this beautiful lady. Um, but you know, start start uh, preparing. You know, um, get on get on our our platforms. And reach out to us and, you know, have an escape plan. If you don't know how to build one, then reach out to my wife. Uh, she's got great advice in, on that. Uh, she's talked to hundreds of other folks who have been through this. And, you know, let her help you with an escape plan. Um, but We don't want y'all to suffer any, any more than you have to. But And also something that's really important from a woman's point of view is that when you do find that one, they don't look at your baggage and think, Oh, I got to carry all this baggage of hers. They help you unpack it, which is such a big difference. Like he looks at me and he doesn't see what I do. I, I say to him, you know, I'm not comfortable with this. And he's like, I don't care. Well, I do. And it's not always about you. And you know, it, it's our playful banter, but it's just the same with him. You know, he was so afraid to tell me things that I already sensed or knew. And when he told me, I was like, okay. And that's because you. That's right. You did. You had, and he was afraid. He really, he did tell me not trying to put your stuff out there like that, but he, he did. He's like, I'm telling you when you hear these things, you're not going to want anything to do with me. And I'm like, whatever. And that was the end of that. And I just knew, like, I knew it's just the same thing for Faith. Like I had told her from inception of when she was old enough to know she never knew a dad ever. And I told her that the only person I would ever allow in that capacity is this guy right here. And I never deviated from that. Like it was the only person I would ever say could be 
is is this one right here. And, and now I got a freaking awesome book written by that you awesome girl. All the time. Faith, you want to come here and say hi? I got this awesome book by this little girl. Called, Who wrote it about you? There's an apostrophe S in it. Called I Am Kitten, Dad's Girl, and Dang Proud of It. Oh, he's bragging about you. Say hi. Hey, Ryan. So one of the great things that is also fantastic is when this two these two go at it because it's hysterical. And just because I like doing improv things out of nowhere, I just want to like, I'm going to ask a question and I'm going to see which one of you answers who y'all think it is. Come over here next dad face. Cause we're going to have a little fun. Oh Lord. I love the improv that the two of you do the, the, the conversation and the bantering. I think it's fantastic. So who sleeps the most? Mm. Who is the pain in the butt? Mm. Oh. Can I answer? Can you be quick enough? I am old. No, you're not. Who's the jokester? Mm. You. Yeah, you're funny looking. She is not. She's gorgeous. Have you seen the pranks I've done? What's that? And please don't write in and give her ideas on pranks That's, for the old man. We've had people do it. I know. We've had people comment in and, and give her ideas on pranks. We want folks to write in for their stories. Yeah, we'll get to that. So what do you love most about dad? Depends. Depends. My depends. Don't tell everybody where it depends. It depends on how good you are. Oh, it depends on how good I am. Maybe movie night. Movie night? Yeah. What is movie night? What is movie night? No, this past Saturday so was his turn. Every Saturday. You and you and I we watch movies together. Mm -hmm. On the Why? couch. Mom does what? And what does mom do while y'all are enjoying this? Yeah, work. Yeah, well, we've, we've been uh, watching movies till 3 a.m. Totally not okay. What, what at 1.4? What? What do you mean 4? 4 a.m. What? That's unacceptable. Guys, if y'all can do that with your, your daughter, your stepdaughter, your stepson. Well, I'm, yeah. I'm getting all of them, okay? Y'all, please spend time with them kids. Okay? What did he tell you from day one about this man? And no one else. This is the only one. And he always brags about you until you come in the room. And then here comes the playful banter. Gosh. No. Oh. Don't tell everybody I have a soft side. Idiot. Idiot. <laughs> You're the moron. What? Doomcoff. You're the tin man with no brain. The tin man had no heart. It was the scarecrow who had no brain. Well, I guess that's why I'm the idiot. No brain or balls. Okay, time for you to go. At least it's the unstoppable episode. Oh, cool, boy. Cool. Get out of here. What do you think dad's weak spot is? Why do you think it's me? You fall down on your knees? I have. Multiple times. 
This got to stay PG. Goodbye, uh, Faith. I know what that was for. <laughs> Rip Van Winkle. Why is he Rip Van Winkle? Hey, come here. Let's have a contest so... to see who knows more. All right. Mm. Answer the question first. Uh, who's the president? Okay. <laughs> who's current? Biden. What do y'all think of Biden? <laughs> I don't. I will not Tax. Trump didn't raise taxes. But who actually? I lost my mind. And Dad? Well, we're here to do a podcast. Yeah, but it's also fun to see this. So, you know, it's like who's smarter than a fifth grader kind of thing. Name five Greek goddesses. I kind of know a lot, like, about kind of the kids of all of us, if you like. Just five. You but, name one, let dad name one. I actually know many kids. Name one. All of Tinkerbell. Athena. No, you're still one. Uh, Maleficent. Uh, Paperphone. Paperphone. He's married to Hades? She's so smart. And her mother is a nuclear. For that bull. Okay, I'm at a loss. Apple guy. Beowulf. And Nick. And Nick. Uh, Superman. Oh. Superhero. Batman. You're way off in left field. We gotta lighten it up a little bit once in a while. We were talking about such a horrific topic. And then. We were, and, and that's what people wanted to talk about. Right. But we talked about we'll it too. Comments in about this. What do you think should be done about people who hurt other people, Faith? What do you mean taught a lesson? Keep it clean. What do you mean taught a lesson? Hmm. Michael. When you start dating, when you're 95, who are you more afraid of the person meeting? Why? What? Well, I'm the owl. <laughs> That's a meow. I'm the owl. I know I'm like playing. Dad's a meow. <laughs> I know, I'm the Well, don't you think Stucco will have something to say about it too? You mean, or that dog? <laughs> the four legged dogs. Yeah. Did you just call your dad a dog? <laughs> it's your daughter. So since y'all are speaking about dogs, how has our dogs helped you? Oh, tremendously. I've always had a golden retriever and they are the best. They're the most loving, but they... That's they, not just being prejudiced because we have 31 dogs here? No. 
because we've had other breeds and the thing uh, is and have Kalahulas. That's other breeds. And the thing is, is like perfect example, Stucco, our mascot and my little baby. Um Alan. when I came home from the amputation, the day of the amputation, yes, I know I didn't stay in. Um he, we were worried about him because he was only a few months old and he had no training at that time. And I was wrapped up like a little mummy. And when I came home, he was so sweet. He got it right beside me on the couch, put his head in my lap and he just stayed there. And he was so comforting. And there was such a long period of time. There were months where I couldn't even get comfortable. I couldn't even sleep for the four hours a night I sleep anyway. A lot of spazzing. A lot of like, yeah, it almost looked like it was seizing. And so I would just go sit downstairs and he would just come with me and sit with me. And he even get to the point where he would let me know it was coming. And that's what they're trained for. Like, you know, an epilepsy um seizure dog will let them know he picked up on his own he did we didn't train him not for that and he is amazing he's just the sweetest dog i mean even when you go to the doctor and you know you're going to get bad news like i just went and found out i have to have another surgery and you hear this and then you have this wonderful amazing companion that wants nothing but unconditional love from you kind of like you and treats that would be you too and literally just wants unconditional love and maybe a tummy rub every once in a while (laughs) then they just make you feel better they just make you feel like nothing else matters that you can get through it because they're there and they're amazing and sweet and loving and such little snuggle bugs so speaking of feel good dogs what do we have going on in the next month and month and a half we are giving away three of our beautiful, forever, perfectly perfect puppies. Um, we have the cutest name for the for email. It's Puppy Tails. And instead of my red pen carrying husband, who wanted to know why it wasn't T A I L, it is Puppy P U P P Y Tails T A L E S at a contagious smile.com. And we did that because puppies have great stories and you could tell us your tale and send us an email nominating yourself, your family, or somebody that you think is deserving. And we are going to donate um, three individual puppies to three families. And we're not able to do these things if we weren't able to get amazing contributions and donations from the amazing people that are out there because we've been funding this out of our own pocket from inception. It's quite expensive and when we do get anything extra coming in, we turn it around and, and help pay it forward even more so by donating. These dogs, you can't find them for, especially if they're trained, it's between three and 5,000 for for the dogs. And they're just amazing and they're worth every single. <laughs> Faith is just messing with you left, right, and center. Is she putting rabbit ears behind my head? She is. You have probably assisted a beer a couple of times. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Do I have to go with If If you know of a family who is in need of a comfort and support, canine. Or a family who has a family to my dad. Or maybe you're that family who has that special needs child or adult. 
and could use one of these amazing critters. Even survivors of abuse, they really do help. And don't get me wrong. You do need to go seek professional treatment. You need to be in a safe place. That is your best watchdog. I mean, that dog, the bark of these dogs can be heard down the street. It is. They're fantastic. Now, you absolutely need counseling. You need to go and talk to some professionals. But we also offer support groups free of charge where you're amongst other people who unfortunately have been where you are or are better down the journey than you are. And we want to help get you there as well. So write to us on puppy tails at a contagious Did you give her some goofy juice or something earlier? I don't know, but I, I think I need it. Cause it's I'm literally. You are my pain. Who am I? Do you see what I have to do with it? Who do I have to deal with him? Who snores? <laughs> well, I don't snore. No, Pitla well and Pitla with him. Especially a morning when the lazy one. Wow. I, I'm going to let you take it out after that. I don't even know what to say after that anymore. But you love each other. Yeah. Aww. Y'all please uh, reciprocate it. Check out our uh, Facebook. We're now also on Google. Google. We're going to start putting in the times that we're going to go live so that uh, more people can join us instead of a sperm moment thing. But thank you to all those who have been on with us during the live episodes. Uh, Something new that we're trying, we're doing. And usually I, I'll, I'll go grab a puppy and showcase a puppy. They're the, so uh, cute. Live. You guys can also suggest names, send in name suggestions that you think. Right now, really, the number one thing we've got going on are Disney names. Let's see, we have Ariel and Mickey Mouse, Coffee. Beauty, Coffee. Lady. Um, Coffee's not a Disney name. No. That's no. something your brother come up with. And- and what? What? Oh, Lord. Here you go. <laughs> We're being attacked by Rusty and Stucco. Stucco is a year and a couple of months old. And Rusty is only about five months old. And it, he is Stucco's son. And they play and play and play. They are so cute together. But Stucco doesn't like daddy being that close to mommy because he pushes daddy away from me because he's there. He's protective and jealous and he doesn't like to share mama. Right, Stucco? Say, I don't want to share my mommy. That's my mommy. That's right. (laughs) They're so cute. You got anything else now that we went left field, center field, right field, out the park? I try to stay on topic. You can't stay on topic. Nope. No coffee, okay? Easy, easy, I am. I'm not the other thing. Oh, wow. That's your child. That's uh, paperwork. DNA pending my butt. Wow. I guess this will be a short one. This is going to be a short one. I know my husband can't even keep his eyes open. Go figure. I'm sorry. 
I was out in the monsoon working today and just got tired, y'all. I like your shirt. What's it say? You can't scare me. My wife is a redhead and I'm not afraid to use her. What do you use me for? Ow. That's <laughs> <laughs> your bedtime. Yes, it's your bedtime. Oh. Hey, Rusty. Nice. All right, I'm signing off, y'all. Thanks for listening. Like, share. Adios, everyone. Oh, Lord. Your kid. <laughs>